What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to you, Kim Stiefel, who's the co-founder and CEO of Repeat. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For yeah, definitely. For, for people that uh, that haven't heard of what you're working on or haven't heard of Repeat, kind of what are you working on? What is Repeat? Yeah, so Repeat is a vertical SaaS platform specifically for the consumer packaged goods industry. So essentially what we do is we enable brands that sell replenishable and consumable products like uh, vitamins, toothpaste, deodorant, shampoo, etc. We enable them to turn their one-time non-subscription buyers into repeat customers. And we do that through a combination of logic and automation and some other cool features. Yeah. So a couple of questions. First one's going to be really basic just to make sure, because I didn't even learn this until a few months ago and some people listening may not. What is, can you kind of walk through CPG? What is that? Um, And then we'll kind of dive into exactly kind of how this works for those types of customers. Yeah. So CPG is, it's, it's really interesting. It's a, I don't know, at, at this point, I think it's like a $700 billion industry and that's just US-based. Uh, but uh, CPG stands for Consumer Packaged Goods um, and it's any product um, that is consumable or replenishable. Um, it's, uh, it's products that, it's, it's the everyday essentials that we buy, um, whether it's you know, toothpaste or deodorant or vitamins, um, skincare, cosmetics, uh, et cetera. So yeah. It's a, it's a big industry and we don't think about it that often, but we use the products every single day. 100%, 100%. And now, now walk me through if I was someone kind of in this space and I just found about repeat, you know, from this podcast for the first time, yeah. can you kind of walk me through my experience with it? What, what I'm able to do with it? Ultimately, just walking through a little more of the, the product that, that would be awesome. Yeah, great. So um, CPG brands today. So there's, there's kind of two, two different types of CPG brands. At least that's how we think about it, right? There are the uh, mass legacy CPG holding companies, and they have a portfolio of brands like um, Mr. Clean, uh, Clorox. These are products that we probably all grew up with. Um, and then there are the new entrants. Um, and these are brands that we typically hear of as D2C brands, but at this point, they're actually omni-channel. So they sell through um, retail, they sell through uh, marketplaces online, and, and oftentimes they also have uh, their own point of sale uh, online. Um, and usually that's, um, most of, most of the time it's sort of Shopify store. Right. Um, and so brands that sell products online directly to their consumer, one of the big benefits of course, is 
um, they are able to build a, a better, stronger, more direct relationship with their customer, right? So like if I buy a product from a, from a store online um, and I love it, but then I, but then I end up um, going to Amazon to get it a second time, I'm no longer the brand's customer, I'm Bezos' customer at that point right? And the brand loses margin, they lose the data, they lose that direct relationship. And so essentially what we're trying to do at repeat is ensure that if I go buy a product directly from a brand's website, that if I want to get that product again, I'm going directly to them again. But the difference with repeat is um, we are focused on the uh, segment of consumers that um, might view subscription as the S word, right? So today, the tools that brands have in their, in their toolkit to uh, turn their customers into repeat customers are, are um, these like fixed, rigid subscription modules, right? Um, that um, end up meaning that like if I subscribe to a product, it means that I'm going to be charged every single month and I'm going to receive that product probably every month or every two months. Um, and oftentimes it's not a great experience for consumers because we either have too much of it or we don't have it when we need it. And then we end up churning, which of course is a big problem for brands. And so what we're trying to focus on is building software that enables enables brands to achieve repeat without requiring their customer to subscribe. And, you know, this is, this is definitely a huge problem. I was someone that's been in tech, you know, for a little bit and it's like, you know, churn, not great for companies, especially these kind of companies, yeah. but there's a lot of problems in the world. So my question for you is why did you decide to work on this one? Or I guess yeah. in other words, what's the, uh, what's the origin story here and why yeah. did you decide to start a repeat? Yeah, it's a great question. So my co-founder and I uh, met back in 2015 at a marketing tech startup in Venice, California. Um, and uh, we had both kind of been in the MarTech ad tech uh, space um, and we're kind of jaded by the whole thing. So when that company went out of business, we decided to take our marketing, uh, uh, I guess, skills and, and launch a brand. So we actually launched a brand back in 2016. It was a subscription brand. Um, and uh, we operated that brand for about a year, didn't raise any money for it. It was entirely bootstrapped. We were trying to figure out kind of like, what is the big problem that we want to solve? What is it that like gets us out of bed in the morning? And in the process of building that brand, we started interviewing our customers, like literally through Intercom on our website. And we realized that um, in the process of building that brand, we realized, oh, wow, like subscription is really not delightful. And then, and then the other interesting thing is we both kind of stopped and we were like, wait, we don't subscribe to any products ourselves. Why are we building a subscription brand? This is so silly. Um, and so it was at that point that my co-founder looked at me and she was like, uh, she's a really strong product mind. She was like, what if we could um, leverage our data to determine when our customer needs our product again and then embed click to purchase links and email? Um, and that was like really the origin story. So I was like, okay, that's pretty smart. We should, we should test it. So we ran an experiment um, for, on our own brand. It worked. And it was at that point we were like, okay, either we can be a tech enabled brand, which mm, we should probably pick a lane, um, or we could just double down on this uh, software thing, strip the brand entirely and, um, and go to market with this product. So um, I think like it, we like to say we lived our way to the problem. Um, and, it, and it's great because we have a, a lot of empathy for the experience of, of brand marketers and operators. It's, it's, it's really difficult to build a brand today. A hundred percent. And yeah. I do think you potentially have won the award of like the best name for what you do as a company. Like you, uh, I, yeah. I have to ask, was it like yeah. super simple? Like, oh, repeat, easy. Or did it take you no. a while to come up with the name? No, 
we actually had this weird placeholder name prism um very like millennial like you know we were like missing a bunch of vowels and we had a, a z instead of an s um it was so we were we we were operating as prism for a little while um trying to figure out what the name of our our company should be um and then we had we had this meeting um, with this woman this really smart woman from i think she was at procter and gamble and then she went on to become a vc and i don't rec i don't recall exactly like the context of the meeting uh, but we were telling her what we were building and she was like oh like at, at procter and gamble like that's called repeat it's like the holy grail if, if you can achieve repeat like you're good and i was like done we're changing our name to repeat and she was like okay and i was like no no no, no, like we're changing our name to repeat. It's done. And uh, luckily it was available. Um, and so, yeah, here we are. Repeat. Turn, you know, one-time buyers into repeat customers. Pretty simple. It's an easy pitch. 100%, 100%. And one thing that that is, you know, always fun about, you know, co-founders is that you get to split responsibility, split the kind of the burden of building yeah. you know, a, a, big, a big company. So I'm kind of curious for you, what are you spending your time on as you're working on repeat? And um, what's your average day look like? Yeah, um, it's a great question. I, I think like I heard I heard somebody say this one time, uh, and I really like it, which is like great companies are built with people that look through telescopes and people that look through microscopes, right? You need both. Um, my co-founder is all microscope. She is like super detailed, super analytical, like very strong product mind. Um, she's a, a, a poker player, right? Like she just she's like in the details, in the weeds. Um, and I'm like all telescope, um, vision, connecting dots, you know, she, she, she sees like, um, she doesn't ever miss anything. And I don't like in a, in a more granular from a more granular perspective. And I kind of don't miss anything from a, from a larger, um, sort of like connecting dots perspective. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's kind of like our, that's why our relationship, our, our partnership works so well. Um, for me, the day to day is, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's ensuring that we have money to operate the business. So whether that's like revenue and 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 sales and um, and ensuring that like we're growing um, month over month and also fundraising, right? So it's we need to make sure we have cash to to hire great engineers and hire great employees. Um, and that's really what I think about um, every single day is like, are we growing? Do we have enough money to operate this business um, and hire the talent that we need to hire? um to to build a world-class product in a world-class company i mean that's that's simplifying it right but of course uh, of course right. I, I i always just love to get an idea because you know everyone it's funny everyone always says oh it's a little bit of everything but then they then dive uh -oh. into what it looks like and yeah. every answer is different which I, which i appreciate um so you know in order to build a world-class company um you know it's going to take you know it's going to take kind of a lot you're going to need that take that and look out into the future so if you were to look out 5 10 15 20 years what do you see or i guess in other words what is the yeah. big vision um yeah. for repeat what direction are you rowing in yeah it's a great question so i i, I talked a little I, I talked in the beginning of the podcast about subscription and um really it's broken right and um and so i think like for us the big vision is today we're starting with turning one-time buyers into repeat customers. Um, and we do that by, um, you know, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's a combination of like logic and automation and some other features. But what we really want to do is we want to fix subscription. We want to rebuild it from the ground up. And so today subscription is fixed and time-based. Um, it's really rigid, right? Um, and, and it causes a lot of problems for consumers. And then ultimately um, by proxy of, of churn, it causes big problems for brands. I mean, so our big vision is to fix that and solve that. And so essentially what we're building now and what we're going to be bringing to market in 2021 is the first like truly 
um, uh, flexible and dynamic, think, think like personalized subscriptions. So this idea of, hey, you've purchased this product two, three times every 65 days. Do you wanna to subscribe to your personalized replenishment cadence? Um, so making those subscriptions more flexible, more dynamic, um, that's really the big vision. Uh, and it's a, it's a massive opportunity, mostly because the CPG industry, right, is a repeat replenishment industry by nature, right? Like that is the business. Um, and so, so yeah, so that, that's kind of the big vision. That we're that we're going after. In order to make that happen, you know, you will need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for oh, yeah. you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you, you know, raising capital? Are you looking for customers, partners? How can we help? Yeah, um, I think I think right now, yeah, the two big things are we're hiring and we're always looking for brands. Um, so so if you know of any marketers or um, founders of brand of CPG brands, send them our way. Um, every brand is looking, so, you know, if you think about it, like really what we're doing is we're optimizing and, and uh, LTV, we're an LTV optimizer. Um, and most brands are looking to increase LTV. Um, so I, I guess for your community, if you know of any brands um, that sell replenishable or consumable products online, send them our way, we can help them. Uh, and then always looking um, to hire great people, right? Engineers, product managers, UX, UI, um, designers, um, yeah, marketers, send them our way. And then for my, for my last question, if someone wants to find this on the internet, learn more you know, about it, what, what's your website? Do you use social media? Do you have an email? How, how can someone reach out? Yeah. So our website is getrepeat.io and my email is kim at getrepeat.io. Uh, and uh, yeah, we have a Twitter account. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're not big on Instagram or Facebook, uh, but yeah, pretty active on Twitter. So Twitter, Twitter is great. Well, I appreciate yeah. you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building out repeat. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Matt.